Kuf Dalid. We're going to start at the Mishnah. Boyskin Melach, break up salt agave kevesh to put on the ramp in the Mizbeach. Bishvil Shaleachliku, so that the Kahanim won't slip. Okay, so that they're not, uh, that they don't slip when they go up and down the ramp. So, Umemalin, we're going to discuss this in the Mishnah. Umemalin Ibar Hagayla, separate din, you can fill up. So, so, by the way, that first din of the Mishnah, that's an ashvuye gumas. That's a baina issue, right? Because by adding, building up a floor would be adding. Um, so, therefore, what we're saying is you could add salt. Bimekdash, it's a normally smoothing out or adding to a floor would be a problem. Ashvuye gumas, that would be a tolda of baina. But in the Beis HaMikdash, right, since it's only gzera, it's ashvuye gumas as a gzera. Um, so, therefore, in the Beis HaMikdash, we allow you to do it. But in the Medina, it would be asr. Next case, you could fill up water from the Ber HaGolim and Ber HaGadol. Okay, these were wells that w- existed, uh, freshwater wells that existed in the base of Mikdash. Big galgal. Galgal means a crank. So they used to have, right, they used to roll it up with a crank. Okay, and we'll have to see why, uh, what the concern is here, what the gzera is, but there's some sort of gzera. And, uh, <clears throat> and is therefore it's in the base of Mikdash. Since it's only gzera, therefore we'll allow it. Bishabbos. Right, so on Shabbos, you can fill up using a crank. We bear hakar beyantif, and you could use a bear hakar. The Gemara is going to explain what does it mean, bear hakar, what is that? So, Zakta Gemara. Rami le rav ikami parshunia. Le rava tanan, it says in the Mishnah, boiskin melachagabia kevesh. You could break up salt, spread it out on the ramp. Bishvil shleachiku, be mikdash in, be medina loy. So, we say that only in the base of mikdash, right? It's an ashfuye gumais issue, like we discussed. And therefore, you can only do it in the Mesa Mikdash. However, to do it in a private residence, to lay down salt due to the impending winter storm, okay, would be an issue. Let's say you have a, 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 a chatzar, right? You have a courtyard that gets dirty, that's in the skalkal, it gets ruined, right? In those days, it was mud. So it gets muddy, maybe Tevin, you could bring Tevin, straw, and spread it out there. So we see you are allowed to add to a floor. Right? So right, why should we think there's any difference between adding salt or straw? Either way, you're building up the floor. If you're building up the floor, it should be an issue. How, could, how is it allowed here? So the Gemara says the difference. Shani teven We had this before. Teven has a use. You'll have your animal eat from it. Remember, we had this when it came from filling up a space in between two chatzeras. So teven has a, spa- uh, teven has a use. And therefore, when you put, throw it down, you're not actually being mavatolit. And since you're not being mavatolit, you don't intend to build up the floor because you intend to eat from it. As opposed to melach, salt, you're never going to pick up. And therefore, we say, um, therefore, when it comes to salt, so we say that that would be a problem. One second, I got a question here. Hi, melach, hechi dummy. We're saying you could put salt down on the kevesh, the ramp in the mizbeach. How does that work? If you're being mavatol, the melach, so then come you're adding on to building, and that's not allowed, right? There's a pasuk that says every um, a kli or every uh, thing in the Mizbeach had specific measurements. So you can't go ahead and just, uh, you know, add, add a quarter inch to the Mizbeach. What do you mean? It has to be a specific measurement. Okay, so then you'll tell me, fine, I'm not being mavatal it. So if, was, being mavatal equals adding to the floor. If I'm not mavatal it, so then it's a chatzitza. Right, how could the Kohanim, that there's a din, that the Kohanim's feet have to touch the ground in the Beis HaMikdash. So how could they go ahead and walk? It's a chatzitza. It'll, it'll go ahead and it'll separate between the kavesh and the uh, Kohanim's feet. Okay? So the Gemara answers, ah, I'll tell you what. 
We're talking about where they brought up the Evarim of the carbon on the Kevesh, on the ramp. The Lavavaydi, it's not an Avaydi. Okay, sounds like a good answer. Except, Frek the Gemara, Veloy, really? You're telling me Halachas Evarim is not an Avaydi? It says in the Pasuk, So that's a Pasuk. Pasuk says that you must do So we see is. It is an Aveda. Okay, so the Gemara answers, So we can't, it can't be an Aveda because it's an Aveda, then the salt there would be Chatzitza. Right? That's the problem. If you, how could you throw down salt? It'll be chatzitza. And you can't have chatzitza during the time of the Kohanim's Avodah. You can't have anything in between the Kohanim's feet and the floor. So, so the Gemara answers, okay, so I'll tell you what it's for. What we're saying is you could throw down salt. When the Mishnah says you can throw down salt, When you go to bring wood to the fire, that, that is not an Avodah. Okay, fine. So what is the Mishnah talking about when it says, It's saying for a specific purpose, so that the Kohanim could bring wood. Darish, Rava, Rava is Darish. Chatzish and Gishamim, like we said, in the winter time. So the Chatzir is now, right? It gets messed up. So what do you do? Maybe Tevin Umarada, but you could spread it out. Amalera Papa the Rava. What do you mean? How could you spread it out? Vahatanya. How could you just go ahead and spread out Tevin? Right? We brought this before. We brought it as a kasha to contrast Melach. But how can you go ahead and just well, take, a, take a basket of Tevin and spread it out? We mm-hmm. see. When you're going to spread something out in the Chatzar, I'm sorry, we're saying that you can't go ahead and just spread out straw normally. You have to do it with a Shinoi. So you use the bottom of a basket. Okay, what we're saying is that you can't just go ahead and spread out normally. That's an Obzadachol issue. So you're right. We don't have an Ashriye Gumas a binyan issue, but still I can't do it the way I would normally do it because it's an the Dechol issue. So Hadar, right? So that's, uh, that's what Rapa was asking on Rabba Hadar, ra, Uki, Ukim, Rabba Amayra, Aleva Darash. And he said, you know what? What I told you that you're allowed to just go ahead and spread out straw normally, it's a mistake. Biram, because in truth, you have to use the bottom of a basket. Okay, again, because, and Rashi says, okay, that you have to use uh, broken pieces of the bottom of a basket so that you don't, it's, it's not over the hole, therefore you're doing some sort of shinoi, so you have to show some sort of respect or deference to Shabbos. Okay, so anyway, so we discussed in the Mishnah, we said that, so that, that's, that's all we have on the throwing salt down on the Kevish. Now, we discussed that you can fill up from a bear ha, uh, we said bear ha goyla, um bear ha gadol, but gagal. So we can use, there were a be'eras in the mikdash that had a crank. Okay, now the Gemara is going to think that what is a crank? crank means it makes noise. Right, you could hear the sound. And if you remember in Tamid, we discussed that they used to hear the, the sound of the uh, uh, cranks. So, Ula uh, ikla. That's the havamina. Now that the, we're thinking that there's an issue of making a call, a call on Shabbos, and therefore we're saying b'mikdash. It's a gzera. B'mikdash, you can do it. So now ula ikla the bei rab minasha. Also ugavra, right? So ula went to bei minasha. A guy came along. Also ugavra tarfa. He knocked on the door. Amar. So ula said, "My manhai, who's there? Manhai, who is this person that came? Lischol gufe. Okay, he is mechalal his guf. Why to come mechalal le Shabsa? He's been Machal Shabbos, right? Ula held that you weren't allowed to knock on a door. You're making a noise. Amar le Rabba. Rabba said, no, there's no problem. The only time the Rabbanon were geyser saying that you can't, make, you can't make sound 
That's to, for song. So is going to ask Akasha. Ma'alin bidiyufi. Okay, so that is a siphon. So we're saying ma'alin bidiyufi u matifin. So they used to have some sort of uh, tubes, right? It was like a siphon. You ever see like they want to take gas from one car if you run out of gas, right? So you like, you create like negative pressure. You suck in one side of the tube and you stick it into like the, 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 the gas tank and then into the car. Somehow it works, like magic to me, but somehow it works. So, so too, they used to have a siphon, okay, for certain liquids to go from chavis to chavis. You ran out of, right? For us, running out of uh, uh, gasoline, right? I mean, I don't know, you, for you, running out of wine would be probably equal to running out of gasoline. Oh, you change the water in a fish tank. Okay, fine. Okay, so anyways, but it's siphon. So what we're saying is you could do the siphon. Mi'arik l'chayla. That's just part of the Bryce over here. And you can be ma'arik, you can make drips b'shabas. Uh, so for a chayla, so they used to have some sort of device that was kind of like a baby's bottle. Where they know if you leave a baby's bottle on a bed, right? So a baby's bottle, only when you suck on it, it'll drip, 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 right? But it's not going to just spill out, right? So some sort of, they had some sort of miyarek l'choyle, Rashi uh, walks through exactly what it was. It had a narrow opening, and it was a metal, and it had holes, okay? But anyways, the point is, l'choyle, the point is that this sort of kli would, it would, it would cause the liquid to drip, okay? And what we're saying is, l'choyle in, that it made a dripping sound, L'choyle in labari loy. For a regular person, no. So now, what do we see? So we see, right, Abai is asking Akasha, well, what do you mean? It says that for a bari, you can't make this, you can't use a cleave that makes a dripping sound, right? Because it's, it's making a shear. And you said, right, you said, we just said that the only shear, that's, the, the only time that making a sound is, pop, is a problem if it's for shear. Here we see it's not making a song. You're not playing clay shear. You're not making a song. It's just a regular dripping sound of, of something dripping. And we're saying that it can only be done for a chayla, not for a regular person. So now, we want to understand, Hechidami, what is this Bryce talking about where you're making the dripping in a kli for a chayla? Hechidami, lav dinoim, right, that he's sleeping, v'kaboyi litar, using it as an alarm clock. Shmami, no, what do we see? Lamaisa, what do we see here? Ulde kolosh, also, we see clearly that we said that for a bari, it's not allowed, only for a chayla. For a bari, you're not allowed to make, have any sort of kli that makes noise. So, and it's not because it's a shear. So the Gemara answer is no. No, really, the only time it's usher is if you're making a shear, a song. What's going on over here? It's a noise machine. The tire, really, the chayla is awake. The kaboy delenim, but he needs to rest. He needs to fall asleep. He's having a hard time sleeping. He has insomnia. So the dripping, right, it's kind of like uh, ocean breeze dripping, right? It makes a noise that it'll put him to sleep. Okay, demishtama kikola zamzumi. It makes a dripping sound, and therefore you are using it for the sound. You want a dripping sound, and therefore that's like a shear, right? It's making a rhythm, it's making a shear, and that's why it's a problem. Eisve, we ask another kasha, how could you say that it's only allowed? Um, that you, you are only allowed to, uh, the chacham only asked for a clay shear, right? Only when you're singing a song, that's what's going to have a problem making noise. Hamashamar pei roi sabi Let's say you're guarding your fruits because you don't want the birds to come and attack it. Vidalov, your gore, your pumpkins, you don't want the animals to come. You can watch them, right? You can, if they start to, you can stand there to make sure that the animals don't come to attack your, your produce. Eventually, you can't clap your hands. You can't beat, beat your chest. You can't tap your feet, right? So you can't make noises, we see. Even though you're not trying to make a song over here, still we're saying that if you're trying to guard your stuff, 
to make sure that an animal doesn't uh, eat it, you can't make any sort of noises. So how could you say that only clay shares also? The Gemara says, my time the So we see that taka, even if you're not trying to make a shear, any sort of making noise is going to be also. So no, there's a separate reason. It's not because you're making any noise. The concern is, is that you start banging your, your right, you start banging. And eventually, the animal gets emboldened, right? They get you too used to your banging. They're no longer scared of you. So what, what's your next step they're going to do? They're going to pick up a rock, and you're going to throw it at the animal. And that's a problem on Chavez. So therefore, the reason why we didn't allow you to, to do anything, take action to chase them away, is because you might come to pick up a rock and throw it at them. I don't understand. That women, the women they used to have some sort of game. They used to play with walnuts. It's Osir, my timer. What's the reason we answered it? Lav the kamalid kala, right? So for some reason the chum answered it, and we're thinking like whatever. I guess they used to knock the nuts against each other. They used to make a noise. Must be. What's the problem? The problem is, is that you're making a noise. So lav the kamalid kala v'chol udi kala Osir. We see that making noises is going to be Osir, right? And it doesn't have to just be a shear. So the Gemara says loy dilma asilashulgumas. The problem there is they used to play some sort of game where it was like they would race with their nuts, uh, with their walnuts. They used to like throw it down like a uh, like this uh, ramp or whatever it was. So they had to make sure that the ground was smooth. It had to be smooth, like, right? like this table. It had to be smooth. So they can, they can throw it. So the concern was they were gonna, if there were ruts in the ground where they wanted to play this game, that they were going to come to you, Mashviyeh Gumas, they were going to smooth it out, and that's a problem. Right? We said that that's a told of, of, of Baina, it's a Gzeira, uh, a Baina, right? and therefore we didn't allow it. Okay, now why? Because if you don't say that the reason why we didn't allow women to use to play this walnut game, if you want to say that it's because of, of kol, right, of making a sound, and not because of shvi gumas, right, when, when it came to the apple game, that Rabbi Huda said it was also aser. They had, again, some sort of apple game, right, and apples, when they knock against each other, don't make any noise, okay? Not sure. I don't know what the games were. Apple sound, huh? It was like the apple tish game, yeah. I don't know. Some, some sort of noise. So right, the Gemara says, I, why would we answer the apples? It must be that, again, this apple game also requires a, a smooth, flat ground, and that must be the problem. So now we're going to get to how this connects to our sugit. Right, again, we're saying that what's the reason why right, Ula, Ula went ahead and he yelled at the guy. He said, who is knocking on the door? You're making noise. And Rabbi said to him, what are you talking about? Only making noise for sheer is a problem. Right, making noises is not a problem on Shabbos. So Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, I can use the crank, but Mikdash in Medina Loi. So we see you can only use the crank in the Mikdash, right? You can only use the well with the crank in the Mikdash. My time, la Mishum de Kala isn't the whole issue here Ulde Kala. A crank doesn't make a song, it makes a noise. So we see, and the fact that you couldn't you could only use it in the base of English, but you weren't allowed to be you you were not allowed to use a bar that has a crank in a bar that has a crank in Medina, right? In in your normal in normal city would be a problem. Isn't it because you're making noise? Where it says light. No, that's not the reason. The issue with using a bar with a crank is that it makes it's too efficient. Right? You're pulling up water too easily. The concern is that, you know, for drinking water, fine. So, you know, you, you, you'll crash it. But if we allow you to pull up water that quickly, it's so efficient that the problem is, not because nothing to do with noise at all, concern is, is that you'll just say, oh, you know what, let me water my plants. It's so easy to get the water. Whereas if it's a tircha to get the water, so then you're going to only take what you need to drink. Amemar, 
Shara lememalat begalila bemechuza. Begilgila bemechuza. Amemar allowed them to use this crank in Mechuza, in the city of Mechuza. Why? It was like New York City. Amar my time, it goes Rabbanon, Shemi, Yamal, the Ganassu, the Chabasak. What's the reason why the Rabbanon did not allow you to use a crank? A bar with a crank, because you might come to fill from your garden. All right? Or your chorba, right? Your backyard. There's no empty spaces here. There's no grass here. So it's like New York City. There's no grass. Right? And therefore, it's not going to be a problem. Okay? So he allowed them to pull as much water. He allowed them to use a crank. Except, they found another usher use for it. Right? They were sure. Right? If you allow, if you, if you get there, I don't know what they were talking about. They said, don't do it. And uh, he allowed them to do it because there was no gina, but they saw that they were um, soaking flax, toru bakitana, they were, they were soaking flax, pishtun, asalu, and therefore he, came ahead, he, he went ahead and asered it. Okay, so the Mishnah said, so those were the two beiras that were in the Beis HaMikdash. Then it said, mi berakar biyantif, we allowed you to draw from the berakar. What is this berakar? What does that mean? My berakar, amr shmol, bar shehikru alev devarim. What is a Barakar? Why is it named Barakar? It means things happened there. Right? And Rashi explains that they came up from Gullus, they needed water, it was a Rasha, and they allowed them to use this bear. Okay? So that's what's going on. Vitirua, Mesve. So we ask Akasha. I don't understand. Well, what's the problem with the bear? We had a crank? Could be it had a crank or any other, or any other, uh, let's say it had a crank. Wait, but if, it, if the whole problem is watering your gardens and this is all a regal, then you don't have a garden. You're not, like, you're not trying to water it. Yeah, but generally when they're about to make a gzera, they make a gzera, it, it, it follows for everything. So like we see by the story of Amemar, like he allowed it, but he's, no, the Rabbana said don't do it, so don't do it. Okay, so anyways, Mesve, I have a kasha over here. How could you say that it's called Ber Hakar? A specific bar. Why? The mission says, They didn't allow all bear hakars. If you're saying this is a specific bear, there was a Misa over there on the way, we came back and they allowed, right? When they came from Gaulus, we allowed one specific bar. So what do you mean? Not all bear hakars. No, there was only one bar there. So how could you say, how could the Bryce say, Loi? Called Hakaris. There's only one bear. My Zubilvad. What do you mean? There's only one. Story happened. There was a bear. That's it. So Ella, he says, now, that story is going to be true. And we're going to come back there. But what we're saying is, What does Kar mean? Kar means live spring water. So if a well has spring water, right, then we're saying that it's allowed. Except, what did the Bryce say? Not all live water bearers. There's only the one in the story. And that's how we explain. What does the name mean? Barakar? It's not the specific one. But rather, it's saying of, there is a specific one of a type of barakarais, right, which are live water wells. Shanaimar, as the Pasuk says, how do we see that kar means live water? Kehikir, beer, memeha. Okay, like it causes like a beer, like a water source, uh, right? Kir is like from a lushan of uh, a source. Right, so Bir Mimeha, that it, it has a, a water storage of its waters, right? So Gufa, again, not so we see Ber Hakar means live water. Ber Maim Chaim, right? So Loikol Habiris, Hakar is not all Ber Maim Chaim to be allowed. Elazubavad, this one, Okay, so we say that the Nevi'im allowed it, okay, and which Nevi'im? Chagai Zachariah and Malachi. Okay, those were the ones that allowed it. Now, Veloy, 
Now the Gemara says, no, it's not true. It wasn't the Nevi'im, but rather, okay, that there was a minute, it predated the Nevi'im. This wasn't something that came up when the Nevi'im came around and they, they allowed it, it predated it. If you have a Sheretz, right? So they're doing that. They're going about their thing in the base of Mikdash and they find a Sheretz there. The Koyen should remove it with his belt. Don't keep the Tumah around. He says, no. Go out and search for a wood tongue, right? A wood clee that's Pshute Kli eights. Shaloi the Rabbis is Hatoma. Okay, so what's this Machlegis over here? When Machlegis is saying, right, they're in the base of Mikdash, they find a Sharetz in there, they find something, right, they find a Sharetz. So now the question is, do I go for quickest way out? Right, do I grab a, a Kli? Now there's a Machlegis Rashi and Tesis over here, what's the issue of Kli? Is it, it's, we're going to say later, it's La Fushe Tuma. Right, the question is, would I rather increase the amount of tum on the base of Mikdash because if I use a belt, either like Rashi says that I'm making something a big day koidesh, koidesh tame, or like Tosis says, that no, I'm making anything more, I'm creating more tumma, right? I mean, if, I, if I go ahead and I, I use anything, I'm creating more tumma. But either way, do I create more tumma or do I, right? Do I create more tumma but get it out as quickly as possible? Right, so I'll use whatever I have to get it out. Or do I go ahead and look for Pshute Kliates so as not to increase the amount of Tumah that exists in the base of Mikdash and then remove it with the Pshute Kliates. But it's going to take time to go get that or to go find that Kli. So, okay, so that's the Machlekes over here. That's the Machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yehuda. Now, when I have to remove the Sharetz, where do I remove it from? So, Rav Shimon, right, the first Tana says, I only have to remove it from the Hechel, the Ulam, and between the Ulam and the Zbeach, but I don't have to remove it from the Azara. He says, no. Any place where you would be Chayiv, B'mezid for bringing in Tumor, or be Chayiv, a carbon Chatas, a Vershaygeg, right, which includes the Azara, then Misham might see and I say Vishar any other place. So according to the first Tana who held that you only, you didn't have to remove it from the Azara, so he would say the Azara and any other place. And according to Rabbi Kiva who held that you even have to remove it from the Azara, so you'd have to say it's talking about the Lishkois. The Shachal would be the Lishkois. Kaifin Alav Paskater. Okay, so once you get it out of the critical areas, whatever you decide the critical areas are subject to Machlech Sanayim, cover it with a paschatar, which is a bowl. Okay, use a cleat to cover it. Okay, this is a cryptic lashon that we're going to end the Gemara with. When the Rabbanon allowed you, they gave you what was already yours. We'll have to see what this is referring to. We'll have to see what that means. Two separate things. Fine, let's deal with the Sharetz now. Zakta Gamar, Amarav Tevi Bar Kisna Amar Shmuel. Hamachnis Tame Sheretz Lamikdash Chayiv. If you bring something that is Tame with Tomah Sheretz, so let's say a Sheretz touched a Kli, and you bring that in, into the base of Mikdash, then you're going to be Chayiv. But Sheretz Asmai Potter. If you bring a Sheretz into the base of Mikdash, you're going to be Potter. It's only the Torah, only the Torah only Asered, or it was only Mikhayiv you. Was only of you if you actually bring in something that is tummy with tumah sheretz, but a sheretz itself, 
You're not going to be chayiv. We're talking about a live sir. Sheresh said tar? Yeah. No, or dead. Doesn't matter. Sheretz is metama even if it's alive. Okay? So, what we're saying is the kli you're going to be, Tom, uh, uh, the kli you're going to be. Um, what we're saying is that Sheretz itself, there's a p'tor. Let's see. Sheretz has my p'tor. My time, oh, why? I'm a kra, why? It's a special exclusion. Because the Pasuk says, that you have to send somebody out. When, when do you have to expel them from an area of Kedusha? That is somebody who can have a, have a din of Tara. But something that doesn't have a din of Tara at all. So since the Sheretz doesn't have Tara, there's no din of and therefore there's no Chiyav for bringing a Sheretz into the base of Mikdash. It's only something that was Tame from a Tomah Sheretz. Okay, so let's bring a Raya from the fact that says that again, is, is also not, you're not going to be high for being into the base of Mikdash, my taima. What's the reason? Right, clearly learns this possibly to tell me that if you bring a klicheres that's Tameh into the base of Mikdash, you're not going to be Chayiv. Why? Because it also doesn't have Tara Mikdash. And this brings a Raya. This brings a raya that when you bring a sheretz into the base of mikdash, since a sheretz cannot be mitahir in a mikvah, therefore you're not going to be chayiv first. So the mercy is light. Okay, misha nase av hatoma yasa klicharish and nase av hatoma. Okay, that no, that klicharish is a different reason. It's not because it doesn't have tar in the mikvah. It's rather because a klicharish cannot become cannot become a uh, av hatoma. Right, there's two ways to become an av hatoma. Either if a zav sits on it, and since a klicheres breaks, right, we're going to have a zamoid v'nasam it's not considered something that can hold a zav, so it can't. And the other way is that if it touches an avia v'satoma, and there's a special exclusion in the Pasuk when it comes to klicheres. Either way, just being a Rashi over there, either way, a klicheres cannot become an avatoma, and therefore, the reason why klicheres you're not going to be high for if you bring a klicheres that's tummy to the mikdash, is because it can't become an avatoma, not because it doesn't have tara in the mikvah, and therefore you have no raya to the fact that klicheres that I'm sorry that a sheretz itself is you're not going to be high for because specifically because it doesn't have tara in the mikvah. So lema katanoi. Now this 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 uh, um, this fact that Shmuel wanted to say that a <coughs> sheretz. You wouldn't be chayev for a sheretz. Let's say that this is subject to machlokes tanaim, which tanaim of our mishnah sheretz she didn't mikdash. If you find a sheretz in the mikdash, kain meitzei behem yena. The kain brings it out with his belt. Shelo is that toma deber biyechanem ben broika. Biyechanem broika says, go ahead and take it out. Right, you can you can make a kli tame to get it out. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, but shalech. No, you have to use a pshute kli eitz tevis or tongs. You have to use wooden tongs. Is it tafka wooden tongs or is anything wooden? Anything wood that's particularly would work. The point is, like we said, no, certainly, as I said, anything that's not Mikabal Tumma, because as soon as it's Mikabal Tumma, you're now Afushi Tumma, you're adding to Tumma in the base of Mikdash. So, if, yes, but uh, there are no Klicheres in the Mikdash. There's also no wood Kalem in the Mikdash. That's why it says Seves. There were no wood Kalem in the Mikdash either. So, 
So where are you getting this wood? This wood so I don't, I don't know where they had one, but they had, they had one somewhere. No, maybe they had to run out, and that's exactly the point. They had to go into the city to get one. The question is, right? So do I, if they had one there, so then they can grab one, right? But they, they didn't have one there. That's the point. Go get Kushati Kli Okay, anyway, so what do we see here? There's a machlaikis, right? The machlaikis in our Mishnah. My love, what's the machlaikis in our Mishnah? But how come if like the man Dhamma who says, who says, don't keep it there, he holds Maknis Sharetz Lamiktosh Chayev. Right, so now we're thinking, what's the Machlaikis? Machlaikis is, do I use my belt? Well, it depends. It depends if I'm Chayev for the Sharetz. So if I find the Sharetz in the Mikdash, so if, if I hold that, there is a concept, you are Chayev for Tumah in the Mikdash if you bring a Sharetz in the Mikdash. So then, yeah, grab the first thing. So take your sweet old time. You know, nobody's going to be chayiv anyway, so go ahead and go get a Peshitah Kli'itz to remove it. So the Mara says, Whoever brings in a Kli'itz is really chayiv, not like Shmuel said. That, that um, the second Manda Amar, Rabbi Huda says that it's better to keep the Tumah waiting around. That's better than adding to Tumah, right? Don't have more Tumah in the base of Mikdash. Leave the, whatever Tumah exists for a longer period of time. Right? The, the key is to get the Tumah out as quickly as possible, even if it requires you to be Matama other things, to increase the amount of total Tumah, right? That we're still better, um, still better to uh, get it out quickly. Okay, so Ella, now we're going to try, okay, let's try the next one. Ella Kahani Tanoi, like the following Tanoi, right? The second, Machlaikis, the Tanan. We learned in the mission, where do you bring it out? My love, welcome right? So we had a machoikis between Roshim and Anas Kiva. Do you have to go outside? Do you have to bring the sherets out of the Azara, yes or no? Roshim and Anas said no, it only is the Hechel, Ulam, Ulam, Zbeach, that's it. That's all you have to remove the sherets from. And it was Rabbi Kiva who said that no, you have to take it out from the Azara as well. So my love, why? Because Because he holds that the only reason you have to remove the sharetz is because it's disrespectful to the Shekhinah. But Be'atzem, there's no Isser of Tumah there. Since there's no Isser of Tumah, yes, the Azara is a place where you're not allowed to bring in Tumah, but since the sharetz doesn't have Isser of Tumah, therefore, you don't have to remove it from the, from the Azara. The only, time, the only place you have to remove it is the place where it's in a front. The sharetz is in a front to the Shekhinah. But the Shekhinah is not in the Azara. Okay? It's not in the Kaidish. And therefore, from a purely Tumah standpoint, there's no Isra of Tumah. That holds that if you bring a Sharetz in your Chayiv. Some of Yechon says, no. <coughs> really? And Rashi speaks this out. No. Really? You bring a Sharetz in your Chayiv? Nothing to talk about. Everyone's going to agree to that. And here, just a question. There's a Machlekes. Okay? They are talking about <coughs> the following, how to understand the following Pasuk. Vishneim mikra echa darshu. There's a machlekes in how to understand the pasuk. The pasuk says when diber hayamim, right, in regards to when they were cleansing in the times of chizkiyahu. So they went through a renaissance where they got rid of all tumas, all avodah that existed. Right, Yisrael was very into avodah at that point, and chizkiyahu cleaned it almost all up. Okay, and so now diber hayamim beis, we're talking about the process of how he cleaned the kodesh hakadoshim from. So the Kohanim went in all the way to the Kodesh HaKadoshim and they brought out the Tumah 
that they found, they brought it to the Chatzar, right, in the Azara, so the Kana brought it out to the Azara, and in the Azara, there was a changeover, the Levim then went out and took it, and brought the Avodah Zara out to Nachal Kidron, Chutzah. Mar Savar. So one man number says me the Ishtini Ba'azara from the fact that where was the changeover point? Where did they pass the Tumah, the Avodah Zara from the Kohanim to the Levim? That was in the Azara. So since they, they, they passed it over in the Azara, the Levim, Tumah Ba'azara Leka. So it must be that the fact that the Kohanim changed over there is because there's no Tumah in the Azara and therefore they brought it out to the Azara and they went ahead and had the Levim do it. Umar Savar. Mafki Kohanim. Right? He says, no, that it's not a raya that there's no kedusha in the Azara, but rather the Kohanim, the Levim weren't allowed to go past the Azara. So therefore, we'd rather have, and this will, this will um, uh, work its way into the next sugya, we'd rather have the Levim deal with the Tumah, except that we won't allow them to go past a certain point. So therefore, Mar Savar, that, um, since the Levim can't go past the Azara, so therefore, the Kohanim had to go in and deal with it. So once the Kohanim brought it out to the Azara, we, we don't want the Kohanim to make themselves any more Tama than they have to. Now on this concept, when there's necessary repairs to be done, anyone can come into the Hechel, to fix, right? To build, to fix, to, to remove Tumah. But ideally, we'd have the Kohanim do it. It Kohanim, if there are no kohanim, then nechnasim leviim. It means sham leviim nechnasim yisraelim. The idea, the idea, taharinin tameim loy. What do we see? We see here that the key is tahar, right? So if I have what is it? According to this mandamar, if I have a kain who's tame, I'm better off having a yisrael who's tar go in to do whatever needs to be done rather than a kain who's tame. I'm a rav huna, rav kahana, misayikani, rav kahana who was a kain. He uh, supported kohanim. Okay, Economics Kohanim Support Revival Act. Okay, where he, right, he reworked it so that, no, the Kohanim have preference. The Pasuk You might think that Kohanim who are Bali Mumim should not come in, to make Rikuei Pachim where they would beat the gold, okay, they would beat the gold into plates. Um, so to make things gold-plated, so that we shouldn't have bali mumin kohanim who are bali mumin shouldn't come and do it. Tamal pasukas achalok mitzvah betzimimin that the mitzvah is ideally with a kind who's a tamim. But if you don't have one, ain't sham betzimimin nuknasim bali mumin. And also mitzvah betzahoyrin that you should ideally have a kohen tahar come in ain't sham tahar nuknasim tameim. But what do we see here? Idiva idi kohanim in Yisraelim loy that the ideal is a kohen. And what Rav Kahana is saying is that I'd rather have a Kayin who's a Baal and a Kayin who's a Tameh come in rather than a Yisrael who's a Tahar. Ibayalahu. What gets preference? The, somebody who has a, a Kayin that has a Mum or a Tameh Kayin? Or are they the same level? Every single time you always ask what the Gemara is about to ask. Which one comes first? So I really think he just reads the next words of the Gemara, right? There's no way. Okay, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, it is what it is. I'm a rab, I should just answer him. It's machlikis, right? Rabkiya Barab Amar Rabkiya Barashi Amarab Tame Nichnas. 
that a tummy comes first. Why? That we, we see the concept that, let's say the tzibar is tummy, right? Let's say the whole tzibar is tummy. You'd still bring a carbon tzibar bit tuma. So therefore, that is pregnant, preference, right? That we see that a tummy, a kind of tummy, could do the avayda. Rabbi Lazar, I'm Why? That there's a specific pasuk that says that a balmum, a kain balmum, can eat kachim. Okay, so therefore, okay, that's, that's the machlikus over here. Now, just to finish off, the Mishnah said, Rav Shimon Aymer, it said, They gave you what was yours. What is going on? Rabbi Shimon, hey, Chakai, what is, what, what's, what's going on over here? What's he talking about? Hasam Kai is going on the following. We learned, a person who set up camp, he didn't realize that he was outside the city. So, right? If, that's, if you went ahead and uh, you're one out, outside the city, you're done. You lose the city. You get an extra 15 ama. Why? Because the surveyors, they don't stretch as hamidais They don't stretch it out fully. And Rashi has two them. But either way, what we're saying is they shorted 15 amas. And really, you have an extra 15 amas. Okay? And if you're taich 15 amas, Right. What they're saying is, it's really yours. Okay? It's the Tanakama who said that if you're one ama out, you can't go in. They said, because Shimon held you. You could go in. Why? Because you have an extra 15 amas. So if you're taich one ama or taich 15 amas, Shimon said it was really your space. You own that. It could have been yours. And therefore, you could go in. One last thing. What does that mean? They only allowed for something that's shvus. Hey, Chakai, what is this talking about? Hasam Kai, we're going back in Reb Shimon, and what we're saying is the Kamar Tanakama, remember we had a couple blad ago on yesterday's da, we had Kaisher Nima Mikdash Avalobi Medina that you can tie a klishir, right? So we said the Tanakama said Kaisra, that you could actually tie it, and what did Reb Shimon say? Amr Reb Shimon Einva, you can uh, only do a bow. Aniva, right, why? Sharu Rabbanon. That the Rabbanon allowed that. They did not allow, they did not allow, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, even though Rabbi Shimon was, and what we're saying is the way we learn the Mishnah is, even though Rabbi Shimon was Mekil when it came to Tchumen, when it came to Kshira versus Aniva, that they did not allow. And um, we said that uh, Rabbi Shimon held that no, you can't tie the clay shear, you could only do Aniva. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm going to do, uh, I'll just do the uh, summary. Are you connected? Okay. That wasn't me. All right, here you are. Fine. So first, run through it in two minutes. Okay. First, we said that you can spread out salt on the kevesh or the ramp and so that the climb don't slip. We said that that's only for halachas eitzim because otherwise you'd have a chatzitza issue. And we said b'mikdash, only b'mikdash, because, not b'medidim because that's for gumos. Okay, and we said, and we tried to contrast that with teven. We said that teven, you're not mevatel it. Okay, and therefore it doesn't have a shvi gumos. You're not being mevatel. You're not trying to smooth out the ground. You're going to take the teven later. Now, by the way, Rava said that maybe teven omar, or Papa said, what are you talking about? You can't even just bring teven and spread it out. In Medina, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't even bring, um, you can't do it, right? And Rabba was uki amayur. We said he was chayzer on that. We said in Malam in Bar Hagoyla, 
We can fill from the Beiris in the base of Mikdash with a crank. We said, but not in the Medina. Okay, why? Because the concern was, right, we, we'll talk about Kailas in a second, but the concern was that since it's too efficient for pouring water, you might come to water your garden, right? And we had the story with Ula, right, that guy came and knocked on the door, okay, and uh, Ula said, what did this guy's Mechal Shabbos? Rabbi said, no, only, we only asked her Kleshir. We tried to ask Akasha from the Chayla, right, the dripping Kli with the Chayla. We said, no, that's because it was a sound machine, and therefore he did want to shear. We tried to bring a Raya from the uh, woman playing with walnuts, Right, that it's Aser. We thought that that was making noise. We said, no, that's an Ashwi Gumas issue. Okay, and then we tried to bring a Ryan for, finally from our Mishnah. Okay, and we said, no, our Mishnah, again, the issue is not that you're making noise with the crank, but rather that you might come to fill from your garden. Okay, and then Amemar went ahead off of this and he allowed them to fill on Shabbos Mechuzah because there were no Ginas and Charvas, but then he went ahead and Asered it because he saw that they were using it uh, to, to soak their flax in, which was not allowed. Okay, and we said to Barakar that you could, you, they, we allowed them to fill from Barakar. And we said that, what is Barakar? Kar really means we said that it's a bear Mayan Chayim. And there's the one specific bear that was allowed, either Ayyadin and Nevi'im, or it was a Minigab Asayim Be'adim. Either one had two different ways of understanding it, but either way, Barakar means a live water bear. And we only allowed that specific one. Okay, and then we said, we had a Machlikis here in the Mishnah. We said, Sherish and Nimsam Mikdash, the Kayhain should bring it out with his belt. Okay, meaning don't keep the tumor around. It's better, okay, it's better to go ahead and since, oh, and I didn't mention this point, but I did put it in here, and Rashi speaks it out, that since the kaihain, right, if the kaihain goes ahead and takes his belt and he moves the tumor with it, tumor does not go from the uh, kalim to adam. Right, tuma of tuma sheretz. If it's tuma is matama a keli, an adam cannot be matama. An adam can be matama from a sheretz, but an adam cannot be matama from a kli. So therefore, we're okay with telling the kaihain. Right, we are adding tuma. Right, but that's still better than having tuma around for a longer period of time. But it's not going to be matama the kaihain. Therefore, that's how we're going to remove it. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, go ahead and fetch your shute kli eats your wooden tongs. Okay, that's better. Uh, I'd rather not make more things tummy in the base of Mikdash. Shmuel wanted to learn a din that if you're machnes tummy sheretz, you're going to be chayef, right? If so, let's say a keli that touched the sheretz, you would be chayef. However, a sheretz itself, you're going to be potter. We tried to bring a, a, a raya from the fact that basically it says that a kli sheretz, a uh, kli cheres brought into the base of Mikdash, that you are going to be potter. We said, no, that is not because it doesn't have tarab and mikvah, but rather that's because it doesn't become, uh, it doesn't become a avatoma. We try to maybe make this this question of does a sheretz, if you bring a sheretz into the base of Mikdash, are you chayiv, right, for bringing a sheretz in? We try to make it a machalgis tanayim. First, we tried with the first set of tanayim in our Mishnah, which is Rebbechim Mabreka and Rabbi Yehuda, right? We said, no, that has nothing to do with that. It has to do with Shia, whether, whether we'd rather you increase the amount of tumma or leave the whatever tumma is there for longer. Okay, and then we tried to say, well, maybe it's a machlekes from Benana or Shem Benanas and Rabbi Akiva, saying that where does Tuma go to to the Azara or not, right? And, and according to the Mandamar, who says that you're gonna that you really the reason why you only, why the Azara you don't you don't have to remove it from the Azara is because really there's no Isser of Tuma Tuma bringing a, a Sheretz in anyways. And the only reason you have to take it out from the inner parts is because it's disrespectful. And the Gemara answered on both. We said no, it's not true. That really the machlekes there. Um, the machlekes there had to do with how to understand the course of events in Devar Hayam and Beis. Okay, and then we said we had a machlekes over here. We had a Tanakama who said that that anybody lamaisa, if you need to go to build to fix whatever, you can go into the heichal, right? But we said we'd rather have a kohen that is tame would get preference over 
a Yisrael that's Tahar. And then Rav Kahana came along and he, right, uh, he went ahead and said that no, that I'd rather have, that we'd rather have a Kayin Tame or Balmum um, come in before a Yisrael that's Tahar. We wanted to know which one's better, a Tame or a Balmum. And that we said it was Machlikas Rav Chia and Rav Lazar. Okay, and then we had, just to end off, Rav Shimon said, Makam Shetiu Lecha Mishalcha, seems somewhat cryptic, and the Gemara explained that that's going back on Tchumen. We want to end Erevin with some Tchumen over here. Okay, and that was going back on Tchumen, saying that if you find yourself 15 Amas outside, then it's really your own space, so therefore we'll allow you to, we'll view it as if you're in the city. And then we said, Shalei Shetiu Lecha Shvos, that yeah, the Rav Shimon was Mekel when it came to Tchumen, but when it came to Kaishrin Nima, right, a string that Rav Shimon held, that no, you can only do Aniva, you cannot do Kishira.